The world around us is changing faster than ever before. From automation, artificial intelligence, big data, geolocation, to every aspect of how we work and live. This includes data. Welcome, Welcome. to Data Welcome. Gurus Podcast. Our mission is to bring you a real-life perspective on what's happening in the industry and how successful companies and individuals in this niche navigate through the sea of change. Encouraging you to be bold, be brave, and be fearless. Let's navigate the data ecosystem together. Welcome to the Data Gurus Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Data Gurus. This is Seema Vasa, your host. And today I'm joined by Dr. Manuel Probst, who is the best-selling author of Brand Hacks and now the new author of a book that's being published called Assemblage. In addition to writing books, he is also the global lead of brand thought leadership at Ipsos. Welcome, Emmanuel. Seema, thank you so much for having me on the show again. Of course. I mean, when was the last time you wrote, when did Brand Hacks come out? Brand Hacks, the second edition came out in September 2021. Okay. And Assemblage, the art and science of brand transformation is officially coming out on January 24, 2023. Before you ask, I'm considering a book for 2024. Are so, you really? Wow. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it, I have an idea that keeps me up at night. That's great. Well, it's just, I would imagine the process of writing a book, you must have immense curiosity to try to figure out the answer. First of all, to understand the foundational shifts in what's happening in marketing, but then also to start thinking about what is an ideal solution that marketers have to consider. This word curiosity is so important. This word you you mentioned, Sima, because often I get questions from students or from people coming to our industry, maybe younger people. Sure. And they always ask, well, what's the secret to success? And I think what is so important and so fulfilling in our industry is to be curious. Yes. I think that's really the quest here and the fulfillment. And this has nothing to do with your level of seniority, Mm -hmm. your age, your educational background. I think... Personally, that's what's most fulfilling to me, to learn from other individuals, other cultures, other professional backgrounds. And we can learn just as much from people who started six months ago as we do from industry leaders who have been here 25 years with C-level titles. I completely agree with you. And I think the beauty of curiosity is that it's free, right? It's a mental model that you can train yourself if you're not naturally curious, but to start thinking about what are the, some of the things that maybe not keep you up at night, but you want question, you want answers to. So let's talk about your latest book. It's again, Assemblage, which is the art and science of brand transformation. Where did you start as you thought about writing this book? What was kind of going through your mind? What were you seeing? Yeah, what I'm seeing is too many products, too many brands. How do we choose and what does really matter? And what I'm seeing is people don't want more brands. People don't want more products. People expect from brands to, sure, deliver great products that work for them, Mm -hmm. but also to make a deeper impact, I'm sorry, on their lives and the world around them. And that's also what we see 
in our studies across the board at Ipsos, regardless of the category. It doesn't matter if you're in CPG, in tech, in financial services, in healthcare, and so on and so forth. We want brands that make a positive contribution to us, our world, and the world at large. For a while, it was like consumers wanted choice. They wanted different options and, you know, evaluate features, benefits, price points. Are you saying, you know, the plethora of brands that are out there is just overwhelming for consumers? Choice is fine, but too much choice is counterproductive. Mm. Uh, That is the theory of uh, the professor Barry Schwartz in a book called The Paradox of Choice. The Mm -hmm. more options you have, the more confused you are. And really what you want, yeah, you want options, you want alternatives. Yes. However, you want alternatives that make sense to you. In other words, you want five, seven, maybe 10 alternatives, Mm -hmm. not 100. Yeah. And it's so true. If you think about our own personal lives, it's kind of like when you're making a decision, you don't, this is just a decision, not about purchasing a service or a product, but just life. You don't want 50 alternatives. You ideally can evaluate three or four really good ones. And maybe for purchasing, it's longer than that. The simplicity of that is somewhat relieving. 100%. It is indeed. Absolutely. And what we've seen after COVID in particular is this shift in brand purpose from Mm -hmm. brand claiming a purpose to brands have to demonstrate a purpose. And that's what I mean when I say people want brands that make a significant, meaningful impact on the world around them. What we expect from brands is to contribute to economic recovery, to support healthcare, to engage in societal important issues, and again, go beyond just selling products. Do you think that that shift of what consumers want from a brand is given the backdrop is as a result of what's going on in the world around them? Yeah, I think it is as a result of what's going on in the world around them and the acceleration of Mm -hmm. social media and the leverage people have on brands. So let me articulate this better. Sure. 10 years ago, seven years ago, as a brand leader, you could dictate the narrative, the brand strategy to your Mm -hmm. audience. And today you have to, at the very least, accept. And in assemblage, I argue you must harness, and I show you how, you must harness the power of your audience, meaning people can help you build the brand, Mm -hmm. people can help you spread the word about the brand, and importantly, you can co-create the narrative about the brand with your audience. So you're no longer trying to dictate, Mm -hmm. nor will you be handing over total control. You have to let go of some control. You can co-create this narrative. So to get back to your question, Sima, I think people expect brands to make a larger contribution. What Mm -hmm. has changed is people expect brands to demonstrate this contribution. What has changed is people want to get involved with brands Mm -hmm to making this contribution. And last but not least, what has changed is if brands don't deliver, people do cancel them. That's very true. And I love this notion that brands have to accept and to some degree, listen intently as to what consumers want and what consumers' narratives are as it relates to their own brand, which really goes back to 
you can't make it up. It's got to be intrinsic in the brand in terms of what it represents and how it delivers on its brand promise. And you just said, I think intently or intentionally, yes. a very, very important word. And I'd like to contrast for our audience, our community today, mm -hmm. the difference between expectations and intentions. Okay. We too often talk about consumer expectations, and that's fine. Expectations, mm -hmm. though, it is do me, meaning yes. I want to receive. Yes. Expectations is I expect the heater to yeah. work and the car to start and the product to be reliable. Mm -hmm. Intentions, in contrast, is a co-creation process. Intentions is co-creating. Expecting is receiving. Yes. There's nothing wrong with expectations. Right. right? But... This world of intentions, what do we intend to do as brands? What do people, yep. not customers, people expect yes. and intend from the brand and with the brand is at least as important. I love that. And it also speaks to forward action, forward momentum, right? It's not, oh, here's the bar. I have to meet this bar. It's more about how do we push together in parallel or together, as you say, in a co-creative way. And that, Sima, points to an important transformation in our industry, market research, marketing brand strategy, in my opinion. Okay. Whereby, traditionally, we would measure performance in hindsight. Yes. How well did you do at Black Friday? Look, that's relevant. We can look at those results. Most importantly, as an advertiser, as a marketing leader, what are you going in 2023? What are you doing at the, in 2024 and beyond? And the point is... We used to measure in hindsight, mm -hmm. we should now help also work with clients in foresight, provide not just recommendations, but help activate and plan what's coming next, inform what's coming next, not just measure in hindsight. So shifting the industry's view in terms of insights and data and analytics not just measuring what's been done, but also being consultative as to what they should actually do in the future. It extends the value chain or the definition of our industry a bit more, right? In terms of moving from insights to now moving to very close to activation. It extends the value chain. It makes the output a lot more tangible. Mm -hmm. And candidly, it makes the return on investment or return on research investment, yes. or return on ad spend, a lot more real, a lot more measurable. Very and true. In that regard, I think it's a good thing. That's also because for a long time, I feel that the market research relied on trusted methodologies, but mm -hmm. you know, surveys and focus groups, those are great. Mm -hmm. Today, there is so much more we have to work with, mm -hmm. and we combine and collect, combine, and monetize data from so many different sources. And it can be click screen and advertising exposure and CRM and so on and so forth. And the ability we have to analyze, model that data to predict what comes next. And I think, indeed, you talked about extending the value mm -hmm. chain. It used to be about measurement. Now it's about predict, measure, and optimize mm -hmm. for our clients. It's exciting. And I think you bring up a very good point in that it's not just one or two pieces of data points. You're talking about looking within the entire corporation as well as in the world outside and bringing those pieces of information together to be able to rationalize and predict what might actually happen. 
Yes, and to your point, again, of course, we work with qualitative methodologies, whether it's focus groups, ethnographies, online Mm -hmm. activities, social Mm -hmm. media scraping. That's very, very good. Surveys goes without saying. Beyond this, we also look at news activity. We Mm. look at legislative publications. We look at academic publications because all these sources of data can inform the brand strategy and, again, help predict how mm-hmm. the brand is going to behave and should respond to specific events. Do you think that this shift that's happening in terms of brands transformation makes it, what are the challenges for brand marketers or brand managers when you think about you know, assemblage and the lens that you're putting forward in terms of how does a brand execute in working with uh, potential customers or existing customers? Yeah, I think the amount of data, of signal you yes. might receive is overwhelming. Candidly, that's the downside of big data, mm-hmm. whereby you have so much data, now you need to tease out what mm-hmm. is most important and what is most significant. And I think that's where you need the guidance of professionals mm-hmm. like you, Sima, mm-hmm. and if I may, of people like us at Ipsos, whereby yes. show me what is important and tell me what to do. Mm, interesting. And are you seeing, obviously, Ipsos is a global company, very large market research agency. Are you seeing brands embrace this approach? Absolutely. Because again, what we hear from our clients is we don't just want to measure, we want to inform mm both tactical and strategic considerations. The strategic consideration is, what's my plan for the brand towards 2025? Right. What territory can I own, right? What can I take ownership of? Mm -hmm. And then from a tactical standpoint, you have, how can I optimize my media plan? Mm -hmm. That is, improve my return on ad spend to make sure that my media placement, my creatives, my segmentation, is indeed reaching the audience and converting for me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have some tactical considerations that in direct connection with what's going on in the news, right? Yes. And how should I as a brand, and and that's new, you know, we we didn't see this a few years ago, but how should I as a brand respond to key societal events around diversity, around inclusion, around insurrections, around misinformation and disinformation and so on and so forth. And brands are very, very involved and very concerned and right with how to handle this. Very interesting. If you were giving advice to a brand manager or somebody managing a brand, as you think about this transformation, what are the things that they must really seriously consider as they approach, you know, thinking about their brand in 2023, 2024 and beyond? Yeah. Well, on a personal level, when talking one-on-one to their audience, brands must understand that people are overwhelmed, but also confused about themselves. And what I mean by this, there is who you are in real life with your friends and family, who you are on social media, and soon who you will appear to be in the metaverse. So there is, and I deal with this in in the book, in a chapter called uh, Our Real Digital and Virtual Selves. So you have to appreciate that the people you talk to, and again, I'm choosing this world people, not right. consumers, not customers. 
they're confused, they're overwhelmed, and they're anxious. Mm -hmm. They're anxious about the present, they're anxious about the future. And there are tips in the book on how to reassure them around this. But the future is worrisome. AI and machine learning and all those things, are those technologies going to take my job away? So that's about the individual and about the society we live in. Of course, diversity and inclusion is becoming so important, but also sustainability, Mm -hmm. uh, that is upcycling and recycling. Again, as a brand, how am I going to sell less, but products that have a longer life, if Mm -hmm. you will? That's what we see with brands like Lululemon, with brands like Levi's, with brands like IKEA that offers to upcycle, recycle Mm -hmm. those items as a client, you can, as a customer, you can bring them back and give them a second life. So those are very important questions moving forward. And and again, Sima, we're going back to sell less, but better, develop a quality, personal, meaningful relationship. Yeah, I think it's exciting for everybody in society, if that's the mission, right? As brands stand and represent something that's very passionate to people in our society and hopefully for the good. Indeed. Right. Thank you so much, Emmanuel. I really appreciate it. I'm in awe of you and your writing. It's such incredible information. If you could just tell us once again when the book is available and where listeners can purchase it. Thank you, Sima. The book is called Assemblage, the Art and Science of Brand Transformation. Of course, it's available on Amazon. It will be available at Barnes and Nobles and all the good bookstores. The book is officially coming out on January 24, 2023. So very soon indeed. And I want to thank you again for having me on the show and thank you for connecting with our community. And if people want to follow up with questions, by all means, I read my own emails and (laughs) tell to people in a personal fashion. And you can find me on LinkedIn at Emmanuel Probst. Thank you so much, Emmanuel. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you, Sima. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Teams are in flux, but you still have to get your research in field. Partnership with Paradigm Sample means you get our expert focus on every detail of your project. We have access to over 1 million consumers and many business professionals who are eager to voice their opinions and participate in traditional and non-traditional online studies, whether it comes to sampling, programming and hosting services or consultation. We are agile and quick to meet your needs. Visit ParadigmSample.com today. Thank you for tuning in to Data Guru's podcast. This episode has ended, but your exploration doesn't have to. Head over to www.datagurusepodcast.com and access all the resources and links mentioned in today's show. You'll also find bonus content available to our podcast listeners exclusively. That's www.datagurusepodcast.com. Until next time, be bold, be brave, and be fearless.